What's up, guys, and welcome back. It's your boy, Sean, and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Of course, I'm here with Jamal. Hey. I'm here with Amir. Hello. How you fellas doing today? Good. Good? Amir, good. you good? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Trying to stay awake over there. Butt, man. <laughs> so I actually figured uh, we start things off a little different this week. Uh, we actually started our, pod- our podcast. The podcast been started for a minute. Uh, nice ad over there. Uh, but we started our Discord, right? And we yeah. had some people join in. Mm-hmm. And then we made a little uh, uh, section that says, like, topic suggestions. So mm-hmm. uh, this first topic is actually coming from our Discord. Yeah. Figured this question was a good way to kind of start. Mm-hmm. And then we can save the rest, like, the end of the podcast. But mm-hmm. uh, this is coming from Fizzle. Uh, if you could move anywhere in the world and be set up for a year, you could take anyone you want or do or don't. You could take anyone you want or don't want with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, where would you move? And more importantly, what's your rationale for moving there? Which natural disasters are you trying to avoid because of that decision? I guess, are you trying to avoid anything because of that decision is a better way to mm-hmm. worry that instead of just putting on a natural disaster. But, uh, with that, Amir. Um, if I was to be able to pick up and move my family anywhere in the world, it would probably be right the fuck where I am. You'll stay here? I would stay here. And the only reason why I would say I would stay here is because, number one, um, <laughs> I like being comfortable. Um, and I don't want to move somewhere where I, where I would have to like readjust to their <clears throat> culture, their customs, their way of living, et cetera. Dang. It's just not, I mean, I would love to. I would love to experience it, of oh, course. Damn, this is a very good shit. Yeah, I'm not really though. It's a my way or no, no way. way. I'm not really I'm though. I'm not like, learning no new languages. No. You speak English here? I ain't coming. I ain't coming. I'm over, I'm over the age of thirty. Like, I would love to visit certain places and be able to like learn from their experiences and yeah. culture. Um, but as far as being in Georgia, like, we don't really get that many natural disasters. If so, it's like the aftermath of some shit that fucks something else up. Like the wind and the, the rain. Yeah, like even the hurricanes, like, they'll fuck Florida up and then they'll fly over us. Yeah, we'll get some down power lines and some shit. But, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like, I feel like we're here by choice or not. Um, and it's a, it's a decision that our ancestors made or didn't make, but everything happens for a reason. So I would stay here. Um, but I would love to rephrase that and just be like, if I had a travel pass to go anywhere and I can take anybody for a specific period of time. A year was the... For a year. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have been like, it was kind of like all over the place. I thought it was permanent. I was like... One year was the question. Oh, one year? I would go to Thailand. That's a good one. I would now, go to Thailand. Now you're no, for that. No, he doesn't... That's a cap because you say you don't want to speak. Oh, you didn't say you didn't want to learn another language. Who I would bring with me is my family and a translator. Your phone could translate. Nah. I need a whole human to be like, this is what I need. This is what I'm looking for. Are you going to move them in with you? Yeah, absolutely. Because I want my children to be able to experience that. I'm not going to do anything that they're not going to be able to grow from. So I would love to go somewhere where my money will stretch. Um, I don't know if we're getting a stipend or whatever, but at the end of the day, no, like, not part of the it wasn't, but I would like a stipend. Okay. <laughs> let's, go, go, let's throw that in there. If I go, if I go with my current bank account, shit, they got my. I might, I might actually do very well. Like if, if I'm able if to take my to the right place, yeah. yeah. If I'm able to take it, my it says 
and be set up for a year. Set up for you. That's what I mean. I'm set up. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Thailand. Number one is beautiful. The culture is beautiful. I love their food. Um, and I just would want to just be somewhere where the stresses and the speed of America doesn't take effect for me. Fair enough. Because this shit is high paced here. It's too Very much high pace. Okay. Fair enough. And same question to you, Jamal. Um, it would probably be. Yeah, I would go to somewhere like warm, like Bora Bora. First of all, where's Bora Bora? Where is? Hey Siri. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was more and more. Like he just activated everyone's apple. It's like Indonesian Bora Bora Polynesia? Polynesia or... French Polynesia? Or Island in the French Polynesia. Oh, that's beautiful. I would yeah. go there too. Or what's another island? Yeah. Or what's another island in the Indonesia Not that's popular? Not Maui. Not Maui. Oh, no, that's, that's why. <laughs> I don't want to know why. <laughs> I was in the I Philippines, would, you said? Yeah. Uh, not Philippines. Oh, Borike, Mindano, Corono Island. Let's see. Never, heard of, any, never heard of any it's of these. It's an Indonesian island. Oh, Indonesian island. Indo. There's a place in the Indonesian islands I wanted to go for. Bali. 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 Probably, You've been saying that yeah. for about two years now. Yeah, I probably would have a little place in Bali, but I wouldn't move there. Like, it's a Bali. year. Nah, I wouldn't move there. You want to do it for a year? I would, I would get it and then go back and forth. But then you also have to be careful in Bali because wasn't there some type of legislation there where you, like you, in order to have sex, you have to be married or some crazy shit? And if you get caught fucking and you're not married, you go to jail or some crazy shit. Oh, they're not gonna do that with me. I don't fucking. Because you're I, exempt. Yeah, I have a Canadian passport. I have an American passport. Like. Oh, well, I guess it's true. This is coming from May 24th, 2023. It's known as the Bali Bonk Bonk Ban. <laughs> Uh, will practically forbid extramarital sex. Uh, however, this law only applies to Indonesians and mm-hmm. foreigners living in the country. Uh, tourists won't be arrested if they have extramarital sex there. But wouldn't I be living in the country for that year? It's the year. Now I'm, I'm going back and forth. <laughs> but Bali is another one I'm of those places it. your money stretches. Yeah, I'm going to Bali just for like vacation, like throughout that first year. So I'm gonna have a place out there and I'm gonna come home because I can't be on vacation for a year. Yeah, Bali home. Yeah, or I'm gonna do like, uh, did y'all, have you seen, um, what's that last James Bond movie? Um, no nope. Time to Kill? Nope. You haven't seen that? Nope. No Time to Die, I think. I'm, I'm sure like that. He I, had a little. I literally have the James Bond movies, like, because they're on, on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So eventually I will. Okay. Get to them. He he has like this place, he, wherever he's staying on the island. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful. It's like on the water, has a dip pier. It's fucking his uh place is like wide open and all type of shit. Like I would stay in a place like that, but I'm not. Yeah, I probably would do the same thing. I'm not living nowhere else for a year. You want to give it a year? You want to no. go to like Japan for a year? No, I'm not definitely not. No. no? No. I will go, go to Japan for a, for a year. I'll go for like a week. I will go to Japan for a year. Especially them fucking... I'll do Thailand for a year. Uh, especially them co- co- uh, those 
Those, uh, would you do the UK? Would you just go to another country? No. Absolutely not. That's, no, that's like here. I'll, I want to do that's Australia because there's too much stuff to kill. I need, not a, island, I need some island vibes. I want that shit totally different from what I'm living. I don't want no cities. I don't want no nothing. I go over there for a week. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I stopped it because it dropped completely for like 30 seconds. Cool. Yeah, so this, this is all editable. So do what you got to do. This is a free 30 seconds. I mean, we had a couple of people in here. It was at eight. Yeah. Yeah, this fucking storm. Xfinity. See what's happening there. Oh, well, you're. Wait, is this the. Yeah, the T Mobile thing. Really? Yeah. Whenever it storms, it seems to not be great. Hmm. But because remember, I said I, I can't find like four bars in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so three bars, which has been on every week. So, uh, oh, yeah. That was the most significant drop since I've been it. Probably so. gonna do something local. Oh, let's, uh, or Georgia local. Let's just, I just press it again. Let's see if it comes back real quick. Good. Good. All right. Give everyone a second to come back in. And it starts to stabilize again. The simple fact that we can access the internet is crazy. I'm down for Vegas. What's happening in Vegas? Uh, uh, Dennis. Oh, you said he's gonna do a cabin again. Ooh, drippies. Oh, yeah. We're gonna do what? Uh, maybe a cabin for his, uh... That would be fuck. I can do that. Bachelor. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that. And that'll be a lit weekend. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely going back to the casino. Yeah. Wait, a cabin in Vegas? No, no, no. I don't know. it's like it's like two hundred degrees. It's like two hundred degrees in Vegas. No, that'd be lit. That'd be lit. You would do a, bit, a cabin in Vegas? Yeah, I'd do a cabin anyway. Yeah, I love. I don't cabins. think I'll do it in the summertime because it'll be like. Man, we're going degrees. to man cabins this year. We did like. Oh, we're back. Yeah, yeah, I press it. Oh shit. Yeah, but it's, come on, T-Mobile. But we're fight, not, little one. <laughs> been to how many cabins? Like three, twice. Three? I feel like it's three. I, I think it's more, three. More people are going to cabins. More I'm doing frequently. two more. I'm doing two more before the year's up. Two more before the year's up. Mm -hmm. So you've been there four times in a year. Are okay. you going back to the same? You no. going back up to Blue Ridge? 
Yes, for Christmas, I'm doing the cabin. But it's going to be like North Carolina more than Blue Okay, okay. And then... Uh, this is a different and then, and locality. Yeah, in October, I'm doing... Um, October, I'm doing... Uh, Helen. Mm, Helen's dope. And Jasper's also pretty nice. I went to Jasper, Georgia. I was in this... Um, you said October? Yeah. You doing Oktoberfest? I don't think so. It might be, I think the Oktoberfest ends before October. I think it ends in like September. Didn't we go, well, when we went there years ago, it yeah. was in October. It was? Huh. <clears throat> yeah, what's going on, Fizzle? You came back uh, right after <coughs> Wi-Fi decided to shut down for a little bit. It's about to storm here in Georgia, so hoping it keeps up a little bit, but we will see. Just had to do like a hard reset, so we'll see if that helps sustain it a little bit better. But we will continue. Um, where were we? Um, guess we could just jump right into the Burner Boy. You listened to the Burner Boy album? Yep. Uh, it came out on Friday after we were punked by Drake saying his album. Was, well, he didn't say it. Lil Yachty said the album was coming out. It was so and many then it people. Didn't. <laughs> so many people said Friday. I even said Friday. I was, I was confident as hell. I was like, he's dropping this morning. I, I woke think, up looking for it. <laughs> I think one, like, a big, I think Complex or one of those publications, Rolling Stone, somebody said they talked to his manager and was like, it's dropping this week. And so like, was like, he got on the press, was like, nope, no, we're not. The dogs was coming out, but y'all were literally looking for. Or because somebody said that it was coming out because y'all have these trusts in these different industries and these different. Uh, news outlets and it's not necessarily accurate information so it could have been like a way to kind of point out that a lot of the shit that comes out in the media is like hype beast um, but a, a part of me doesn't think that they're that strategic maybe just motherfuckers just decided that it's going to come I don't trust anything anymore so I think what's, we're all obviously want the album, but I think what he's doing in particular is he's probably going to wait for uh, fucking the tour to be over mm. for him to drop that album. So he can kind of, after his tour is over, it gets all the attention, and then he could put his mind towards the release of his album. That's what I think is going to happen. But, that's what them. Yeah, so, so, so what's your thoughts there? Um, I like it. Um, okay. It has all the vibes. Um, 
it has different like aspects. Like it's heavy Afro beats, and then you got your like more American. What would we say? American sounding? Yeah. I guess. Uh, it's more uh, American air. Yeah. Like something, cause he had like uh, he did the sample to uh, uh birthday sex, and then, birthday sex, and then the top of the world. And top of the world, he played Twenty One Savage on that song. Yeah, although like both four of those songs leaked prior to the album coming oh, yeah, out. A uh, Big Seven. I love Big Seven. Uh, that was a single. So that he, oh, okay, so I won't count it as a lead. Yeah. But uh, but Big Seven was out. Yeah. The Top of the World was out. The other song, the one that we played on air the other day, last week. Um, hold on, let me look at the exact name. But like three of them were, 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 were out before. Uh, Cheetah? No. no. Yeah, it's only Big Seven... Taliban? No. Taliban. That was out too. Okay. Yeah, remember, he, he that made, wasn't his song. Yeah, he put that as a bonus track. Yeah, because so, that wasn't his song. That was someone yeah. else's song. Yeah. He just dropped on yeah, it. Byron and then it did so out. good. It was like, put on his album. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's his, that's his the typical bonus. tactic for some quick uh, streaming sales. That's his bonus song. Um, City Boys is the one with the... There's a song with the Jeremiah... Uh, what was that instrumental or yeah. or whatever sample and then sitting on the world top of the world uh cheat on me that song's amazing too with him and dave yeah that song's fire so what's your thoughts on the overall album um it's good i think he did what he usually does right it's just very african very afro beats and very i think on on point for him, on cue for him. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I think it was a pretty good album as well. Uh, although there are some points where his uh, the African dialect is so strong that it's hard to even understand yeah. what he's saying because they're definitely using like their terminology and their slang in there. Is, yeah, it, I think it's just his. It, it's it, their it, culture. Not even their culture. It's our language. Right? Exactly. He's just talking African. He's just talking African because like it's, he's it's African language. He's not or wherever he's from. Yeah, he's not changing it for. Our ears, for yeah. lack of a better term, it's like this is what we do over here. This is what made me into this international it's success. Yeah, he's like appreciate my art, our language, and that's enough. If you know that if it's appreciated, so uh, I do think though that because you don't understand it, it's more so about this catching you in a rhythm. Mm-hmm. It's more like vibey. Yeah. Right. So I was like. You're not gonna understand the majority of what's going on, and you're cool with it. You're just, you just in the vibe. So, like, my hot take on it, this might be like the greatest background music album of all time. You can oh, play this like anywhere in the background, and it will just keep the vibe going. Like, let it allow people to chill, allow people to talk, people want to dance, they can dance. Cause it's like it's enough of everything. It's not no hardcore, fuck that bitch, or, like, mm-hmm. he does says he don't even curse, like, he maybe said, like, two, three curse words in the whole album. That we can understand. That we can understand. 
that were in American words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you can literally have this just writing in the background in any situation. He should be good hmm. with whoever's playing. So, hmm. um, hmm. this actually leads me into what I saw uh, Ebro from. Is he still uh, Hot 97? No, he, uh, he is, I think. But he's also like an like like Apple. Amba- yeah, it's like an Apple ambassador yeah. or something. So, like he actually came out with a, with a tweet. Let me pull it up, and because it, it was talking about like Afrobeat artists and like Latino artists, and he was like, uh, uh, "Record labels are no longer prioritizing are are no longer prior- prioritizing rappers. They're looking for Afrobeats and Latin artists." And that's what he said. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like there's always been a lane for just different artists. It just depends on the talent and skill level of the artist coming from wherever they're hailing from, right? Yeah. So there was this era of Jamaican artists. Yeah. Um, where everybody from Jamaica was getting signed once upon a time. You had the Sean Paul, you had the Beanie Man, you yeah. had the just the uh, just the different artists coming from that particular place because that's where we were. Um, as a civilization, that's what people were looking for. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like right now, um, I mean, I feel like Canada's kind of different. Like Canada had their run, but they're more like American um, sounding uh, because they speak their language, they speak English. And so we can't, we're able to understand that. But Canada had their wave and then now it's like Europe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so that Afro beats and the whole... Um, and I feel like Drake really made that shit popular, to be completely honest, because Drake kept yeah, his influence. Yeah, he influenced that culture. He didn't influence it. Man, he he took it. No, he stole it. He's he like, helped make it mainstream. No, there's a reason Canadians why. Canadians don't talk like that? He helped make it mainstream. Yeah, we do. I mean, yeah, they do. But there's a point where it's like, he. There's a reason why they call this a culture vulture. Yeah. But is he appreciating <laughs> their culture or is well, he a vulture? Or he could be vulturing it. He, I mean, there's a fine line between it, right? So it's, it's like, so it's like he'll see it bubbling up in the country and want to give it an international boost. Yeah, boost. Yeah. Or let that culture he, like boost himself. He helps make it mainstream. He makes it mainstream. Which is not a detriment to, to no. the culture. Like, I, a culture vulture would be something like what... This is going to be crazy. White Americans did to the whoa, music that African Americans were making during the time. Whoa. They would literally take whole songs and remake them into their tone and their voice. That's culture vulture. He, but he's doing that. But he's... But he's He's Drake. He's from a place that is multicultural. There's a whole lot of different nuances. There's Africans there. There's Americans there. There's Canadians there. So when you're coming from a melting pot of um, people, it's easy to be influenced by those people. Like that's just like saying. Um, I don't even want to name no names for real because people can't sue. But it's just like saying somebody from America, like say for instance, if you started doing um, Jamaican-inspired music, even though you have been in America for the majority of your life, but you start speaking patois on a fucking album, it's the same thing. He does that though. He, he does do that. What the fuck? Oh, like every album. <laughs> like, let's look the shit he just did with Central C. Combination. What the fuck is that? It's a combo. It's a combo. It's a drink mixed with. Uh, I don't know if that was Jamaican or African. Combination. But no, I, I respect it. Um, I don't. It should be no.
noted, many major record labels have deprioritized signing rappers. The focus is now African music and Latin music. Rappers better stop being boring and stop and talking about the same shit over and over. Chasing TikTok success in comment sections. I feel like that's a reach, but I do feel like it's it's the time for oh, rappers no, to start diversifying. It's not a reach. Rappers do it's, need to start diversifying their shit. Like it's legitimate. Yeah, it, it's shit starting to sound the same. I'm I'm a positive person. Like that's why the only song that I play by Dirk is that all my life shit. Because oh. It's, Man, he just dropped some shit that's fire. Is he talking about killing people? If so, I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> um, no, but he says some crazy shit. It's too like, negative, yeah, bro. Yeah, you're right. We could put a, uh, your rapper, we could put a hit off. He only got one of them. <laughs> we could go for a hit yeah, off. Spin off. He only got, a, no, you're talking about hit for hit. He only got one of them. Uh, and then he's like... Uh, we could go money for money, but he ain't got nothing. I was like, oh, this ain't Okay, you can talk your shit. Yeah, you can talk your shit. I love some good shit talk. That's so good. But at the end of the day, I do feel like, um, I do feel like there has to be a change in rap. Um, to where they're showing more of their, like, personality and what they've learned through their experiences. I mean, all of them are personality, though. It's even to a point where your personality is more than the music. Like, yeah. Like, these niggas are, like, look at Jar Carlo. Fucking in New Balance commercials. Movies. Movies. Besides Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Like, it, it's more, it's mostly That like, definitely has he's to do Caucasian. Yeah. That helps. Yeah, but not even, we could say, who And he's a pretty fuck? successful uh, rapper. He's like middle of the pack now. He's a B-list. Yeah, he's like He's a B-list guy. celebrity. Me and Sue Tom was having a conversation about A-list and B-list celebrities and rappers and shit. Mm-hmm. And he was very surprised about people who I consider to be B-list of, like, rappers. Who's uh, somebody that he was surprised about? Uh, Ludacris. Is a B-list? In my opinion, he's B-list right yeah. now. Like, he's not... Like, he, the only reason why he's B-list is because he had his era, and I respect him for what he was doing. But, but at the fair. end of the day... That's like 20 years in. Yeah, but I'm, I mean, he the one who said Ludacris was an A-list rapper. I just... Oh, went no, against it. No, you see exactly. what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people who I consider even to from be like the old school niggas. He not even know A-list rappers. Who do y'all consider A-list? Like for the old school? No, just period. Like right oh, now, they, listening to music. It gotta be A-list. Kendrick Cole, uh, Dre, Dre, obviously, obviously. Yeah. And I think those are it. Actually, I think everybody else is B-list. That's probably I top. Think, yeah, that's the A tier. That's A tier. You don't even like Cole. You you said it. But yeah, I don't. Those but everybody four, else does. That's that's it for the tier. What 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 what? what I, uh, actually, uh, oh, you maybe can we say, have to expand. You can say like Nas and the J. I don't but, even think so. Well, Nas, is, Nas is not A-list for no more. I don't what? think I don't think so. No, as far as like the, so the whole, I think I think even A-list, while having two successful series out at the same time. I think globally, A-list, I think A list is result revert for like we can't put Nas up there. I think Nas has his core fan base. Yeah, absolutely. But like, I don't even think Hov is A list no more. Cause of like. He just... He doesn't... He's not as... Uh, active. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, he's not active. I think you have to be... So that's why I was putting Nas as A-list because he's still... I think when we talk active. about rapping, rapping, yes. But I'm talking about popularity. Because, right... Like, when we talk about A-list uh, actors, like, they're the ones that are in... Big box office Big movies. box office hits. So we're talking about hits. So it's got to be those four, those three... And probably like Uzi, probably like Dirt. Horrible. 
probably like those niggas are A-list. Now. And the simple fact that they're A-list is to me baby sickening. Even though you can't sell out no fucking shows. <laughs> to that conversation you yeah. had this morning, I'll say like a lot of that's the problem with this administration. Uh-huh. They have a bad problem like letting people know what they've done. Like their their community engagement it it's not engaging. So it's like so there's a miss. And I mean, fuck, I mean, I, that whole this is, everybody feels like that though. Like I made more money under this guy. A lot of people. Every like, and I hear that statement coming out so much it, more now. But it, yeah, and it's and like it's, I'm hearing it like every other day. Someone is saying that somewhere. Like, yeah, really? I made more money. But it's see, so I think money. that's just where I was in life as to why I made more money under Trump because I literally went from 18. Well, I'm not gonna put my shit out there, but <laughs> I went from 18 to a certain amount of dollars per hour during his presidency, but I, it has nothing to do with Trump and everything to do with me. Yeah. But I do believe that my quality of life, maybe because where we are economically, was just better under his administration. And yeah. I'm not quite sure if it was no, because there was trillions of dollars to spend, interest rates are going up, like, yeah. prices of goods are Fizzle going up. Fizzle says not, it was an economic policy. What policies, though? What did he do? The only thing that nigga did was fucking uh, cut regulations, which was impactful for like the lower section of people yeah like regulations are there for a reason bro absolutely that's why we don't eat poison that's why we don't eat poison that's <laughs> why shit is like viewed under some shit damn this thing is typing <laughs> uh, he says it has nothing to do with the president uh, which makes companies money which makes people money I, if you, this which is, makes people more money. Okay? This is what I'm gonna say, right? And this sounds like one of those things that you say, like as a Trump, huh? No pun intended. As a Trumper? Yeah. Well, well, a Trump card, right? Trump supporter. Like, if, oh, the Trump card. Yeah. So you can't really have a debate. But if you don't know, if you're talking to someone that doesn't understand politics, like we sh- we can't have a conversation anyway. So it's like. Unless you're like seeing how many bills someone is able to put out over his first four years, like I've never seen this many bills come out. Granted, you may feel like it's not impactful or it's not doing the job it's supposed to do. Just getting the shit passed in a Congress that hasn't worked for probably the last four, what's four times three? Four times three, 12. 12 years. So three so, administrations. So, so yeah, no, yeah, two administrations, because because Biden had four. I mean Biden, fucking Obama, Obama had eight. eight, Trump had four, and from those two administrations, I thought politics was dead, bro. Like the way niggas stand on their hills, there's nothing they can fucking agree on. But Biden does do a very good job of working across party lines, which is what he advocated for, like. And I do believe that, like, Biden was very, um... <laughs> the bot thinks he's spamming. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> but continue. No, I do believe that, um, back in the day, like, I was watching some... I was watching some of Biden's old policies and, like, some of his old ideologies and ways of thinking. I think the reason why he converted the party line is because he was, like, real shit. Even if he's running as a Democrat, he had Republican thinking and ideologies. 
Yeah. Um, and I think that's the reason why he's able to get so many things across the board because he's he grew up thinking a certain way, but then realized his path to winning was going to be the Democratic path, in my opinion. For Biden? For Biden. No, yeah. he's been a Democrat for years. I understand that, but even some of his some of his thinking and the ways he's voted back in the day seemed very Republican-esque. But that's... Back the, in the day? Back in the day. Yeah, back when he was like 40-year-old Biden, not 80-year-old Biden. No, yeah, and back it was in different the, epi- economics at yeah, that time. Yeah, Different economy. The, yeah. So back in the day, it was very... That's when government worked. It was like, yeah, you feel like this. Yeah, you wanna, you wanna. It was all economic was the difference, right? Like, I want small government. I want small government, uh, less regulate. Not even less regulation. Just small government. And I guess small government is less regulation. Yeah. But I don't believe in social uh, policy. I don't do this. Like, I feel like free market yeah. is basically the Republican platform. That shit has changed the whole time now. Now it's just like social economics <coughs> is at the forefront of policy. Not, not anymore. Uh, it's more not for that other war. party. It's more. Continue. I'm just gonna try uh, to catch up what Fizzle was saying here. It's more culture wars now, like and divisiveness <laughs> and this person against this person. I don't want to say it's divisiveness, it but really it's is. more like they don't want Change. their country to be hijacked by. Um, the minority in either way that you want to think of a minority they don't want that title they don't they don't want a minority to be able to tell the majority what to do I guess but the majority is who I'm not gonna go because, <laughs> because the majority the majority politically speaking like if something if something is passing and people are getting elected, that is technically the majority at that point. Yeah, majority rules technically a democracy. That's, yeah, that's what we are. So at the end of the day, like even though we have these delegates um, that pretty much dictates who gets elected or whatever the case may be, popular vote doesn't necessarily matter. But um, that's that's the new majority. Like it doesn't necessarily have to have anything to do with culture. Yeah, per se, it has a matter of opinion. Um, and I do believe that the majority of people, regardless of what spectrum you lie on, whether you're left or right, majority of people are moderate. And those people are the ones who's, you know, voting and putting people in positions of power. Mm. Um, and I do believe that the majority of people are moderate, more, more so than extreme on either side. All right. So let me catch up on what Fizzle been saying in here. Uh, let's see. Let me go back up here. Uh, let us see. He said, restrict oil drilling, uh, force money into green energy companies my family is investing, tell the fucking Department of Energy to put regulations on ceiling fans, fin ceiling fans, ceiling fans, my dude. I don't get that. Uh, they are so concerned about the environment, they're going to regulate what ceiling fans you can have. Uh, while they tell you to drive an electric car on an electric grid that isn't red to handle electric cars and that's why you that, but that's exactly why you the have, majority of people have to work that's what allows a minority to sit around and complain and be artists oh shit the last statement was out of pocket fizzle I'm gonna ban this <laughs> <laughs> um, 
don't know how we got in politics when we started in entertainment. Um, should we just kind of just rock with politics for a little bit and yeah, then finish up with finish the way and did fun. All right, so last week was big news for Mr. Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, uh, the, come to Mark. The indictments, uh, well, not the indictment. He had to come in for his mugshots. And he has like a prisoner number and all that, blah, blah, blah. He should have smiled in his mugshot. He should have did the fucking fab one. I would have smiled. That's why I smiled, smiled in mugshots. Mug but that's not his narrative. He's yeah. tough. Yeah, you yeah, show power. You're gonna lose power. for this. Yeah, I'm gonna win. So first off, he actually fired his current lawyer and then hired the lawyer who got Gunner off. So yeah, he hired makes Gunner's sense lawyer. because he got Gunner off of, of a Rico. Rico. Yep. So he was like, let me get someone who has some experience. <laughs> That's uh, a bad decision. Let me tell you right there. He's hosting a hundred thousand dollar person per plate dinner to help Rudy Giuliani. As Rudy oh, has no money. Help Rudy? Yeah, so Rudy John oh, is completely broke right now. Yeah. Financially, the record show that Rudy Giuliani, I can't even say his last name. Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani has no money right now, so he's trying to help support his mans. And what, 12 other, well, I guess 11 other people. Who's going to be the last one? He got one. No, oh, I'm going to finish. Oh, 11 other people got their mug shots. It was like recorded, yeah. right? And only one person uh, didn't post bail. It was a black guy. Black yeah. He's in jail. No, yeah. no, that's a whole different person. No, no, no. It's, uh, what is it? One of the persons in Trump's conspiracy yeah. in a RICO charge it's is a black voices man. Voices for black people. Uh, and, oh, that's the guy who got. Vo- uh, no, black voices for Trump. Yes, yeah. that's the same nigga. Yeah, yeah he doesn't have the money to post, post his bail. Hey, they're not helping him. <laughs> I saw I saw a perfect um I saw a perfect quote. It was like if you in a bed, you're still a nigga in a club. Even if you're in a bed. That's why you said it. Yeah, they are. You're in a bed, you're still a nigga in a club. And then it also reminds me of what's that fucking shit? Uh, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. House nigga. You found out. A country doesn't work if the majority doesn't work, says Fizzle. That's what he meant, is what he was saying. But that's why this shit is strategically strategically set up to make sure that people stay broke. Because I've always wondered, like, if there was a a type of utopian society to where everybody was able to generate wealth and they paid people livable wages, who are going to do the things that that rich people need them to do in order for them to keep the economy running? Like, you have to have poor people... And, and people who are middle class in order for you society need the lower to middle class for the society. So if everybody is able to have a way out without strategically thinking of a way out, the whole society as we know is going to collapse because there's nobody's going to be working the grocery stores, nobody's going to be doing the things that we need them to do, and technology hasn't gotten to the point to do it for us yet in the grand scheme of things. So I do believe that it is uh, strategically put into place for people to not grow. So that we can maintain politics as we know it, which is why he was saying the country doesn't work if the majority doesn't work. And if the majority was wealthy, then nobody would be working. So poor is strategic. Like, you have to have poor people in order to maintain a society. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. In a capitalistic society. Or is it just, or do you say that's just in society? It's in society, period. Because you, you have to have people to work in order for things to 
Not necessarily though. There's countries that exactly. So it's not just capital. Not just capital. There's there's a lot of countries that have social, um, economic plan. Not plans, but social economic uh, nets that won't let you tip over to poverty. Like what? Like Dubai? No. What? No. Like like Canada, like uh, Switzerland. There's no poor people there. There might be poor people, but there's enough social economics. Like, they have enough standards. Like, you're getting 30000 if you have a kid. Or you're getting 12 weeks of paternity leave off top, no matter what. Like, not even 12 weeks. You're getting, like, six months. Yeah. Like, there's enough. So you're saying that you can create policies that alleviate the burden on the middle class and still allow for them to be able to live yeah, without and, struggle and still run an economy. And there's a, and there's enough, like, NGOs and there's enough, like, uh, uh, what is it? What do they call them? Nonprofits that are actually lobbying for these kind of policies to help, uh, Let's see, parents or uh, kids or even the homeless. Like, there is a way to fix it. It's just got to be, you just have to think outside the box in a way. What is that? What? All the red. Oh, that's me. (laughs) Yeah, so it's, um, it's doable, but a lot of people just don't want to do the work and... It's easier to just say in a society, this is how society has to work. There's winners and losers when in reality, nobody wants to do the work to think outside the box. Nobody wants to take a little bit of a loss to flow. No, no one wants to take so a step fi- back. How do you fix to that? take two steps forward? There, there, are pe- there are smarter people than us that have figured out a way to fix it. Not even a way to fix it. They have the numbers and they're saying... This is how you do it, but then there's a counter argument to every argument. Even if the counter argument is lazy as hell, to be like, no, that'll break small businesses, or that won't do this, or this will crash the fucking healthcare system, or, or, or whatever. Like, it's just doom and gloom on the side of actual, thoughtful uh, answers to a problem. Hmm. Well, that's what he said. He said they they think strategically, but just not ethically. So at the end of the day, they're taking ethics completely out of it because in their head, if they was to come up with a plan to to make sure that everybody has a specific quality of level of life, they're going to miss out on profits and they're going to feel like they're not getting exactly what they want to get out of society. And I feel like like you're right. There is a way for us to be able to live and, and for us to be able to say, okay, it doesn't matter if you're at McDonald's, it doesn't matter if you're working at for a school, it doesn't matter if you're, you're still making a wage that's livable. Mm-hmm. And, and then that gives people the choice to be like, okay, I'm going to work here, or I'm going to work here, and it doesn't matter because I'm still going to be able to survive and take care of my family. Like, that could potentially be a thing. Oh, oh shit, I got scared. <laughs> that could potentially be a thing, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I, I feel like they're taking their profits well, into consideration more so than trying to fix what's wrong in America. 
Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like Profits they first. don't want to lose. Like at the end of the day, a company is going to make sure that they're doing layoffs before they're missing their target. Well, that's capitalism. They're going to the profit first, right? And then we worry about the people. Yes. How are we treating our staff? We got to make sure because if they're a publicly traded company, the first things first is making sure your shareholders are making are, a profit. Yes. So they're going to, if cutting, ten, I mean, we've seen it over the last, this whole year, yeah. these mega companies are letting go of 10,000 people at a time. Because yeah. just to make sure that they can meet their earnings numbers and their quarterly numbers to boost those higher. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are people that just think strategically without adding the ethically uh, in there as well. So I think, I, I think that... Outside of that, I feel like a company should be able to do what they want. If they're privately owned. Yeah. But But if if it's an openly traded company, I think things are a little different. I feel like at the same time, like you should, you should want to do what's best for your business, your business. Yeah. And your business is going to thrive with happy employees, employees off top. Or unhappy employees, because some people just work for the dollar. Like, it doesn't necessarily Yeah, happy. But, but even then, if you work for the dollar, then pay them more. You gotta... I mean, you have to keep your people happy. And that's why we see a lot of... Uh, within these... Fizzle says we need... Uh, what we need is synergy between ethical politicians and ethic experts. So yeah. the right... Per- so the right people work together. Yeah. We can fix actual problems. I can't fix that someone else called you ma'am at a store. IRS needs completely needs to be completely rebuilt from the ground up. I mean, I but that's like kind of hard because at the end of the day, there's people who are in place to make sure that like what they want to accomplish is getting accomplished, no matter what the, the downfall or, or is in association with it. Like, so there's lobbyists, there's people who's funding monies to different bills and things of that nature. So like. Yeah, we can try to talk about ethics, but ethics no longer exist. I don't even know if it ever exists since the founding fathers in politics. Like, uh, there's no ethics in politics. There's money. Yeah. And there's regulations. And the people who want certain regulations passed, they get the most funding. So it, it, it behooves people to be unethical. It does behoove people to be unethical. But I feel at the same time, like, if you really want these, you want to work for your constituencies... Like they're supposed to work for your constituencies, you would walk around your, uh, your what is it, whatever area that you're supposed your, to, yeah, is that your constituents, yeah, that are your constituents. You should walk around, find out whatever what your they voting need, block is, whatever is the industry that's funding your city or town. Like you should go to Washington, your advocate for that. Yeah, like. Regardless if it's super red and it's fucking... You should get opinions from your people and try to get that done. Yeah, because there's going to be more people within the country that benefit off the success of your constituency. That's going to boost that other constituency that's 10,000 miles away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's legitimately... uh, Just got to let them float, bro. Watch the money roll in. Uh, what's your thoughts that Georgia Republicans are looking to try to get Fannie Willis removed from office 
uh, with the new state of law that they're trying to introduce. So they they introduced this state law that they speak can't... up, please. <clears throat> I'm not allowed. Not enough. I feel like I'm. <laughs> not enough. Night check. I edit this every every week. You're never allowed enough. <laughs> so they, so they, yeah. They, so they established um, a bill like the last session where they can um, remove uh, DAs, which I think is unconstitutional because yeah. they're elected officials. They're they're not people that are appointed. So they're voted in by the people. They're voted in by the people. Let the people's people say. Yeah, the people <laughs> vote. I don't get it because if people vote for you, you can't. A gov a, a governor or a state body shouldn't be able to take away from the people's yeah, choice. Take away from the people's choice. And this was done because of the um, abortion ban. You had DA saying we're not going to prosecute anybody that gets an abortion. Right and 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 the uh, Republican state legislature already felt like uh, Democratic uh, DAs are soft on crime, so they felt like, oh, if you're not gonna um, enforce enforce what we deem, we're gonna remove what you. we what we said is state law, then we need to remove you, and then you then the um, then the governor will replace the DA. Eventually, it'll be a vote or whatever. That's more of a witch hunt. That's more of a witch hunt than what the fuck Trump's talking about. I, I don't think that's constitutional. It, you can't subsequent uh, the vote if you, if people in the constituency want a leftist. That's what they voted in. Nobody's doing. Don't that. override the people. Yeah, nobody's doing that. No. Democrat, I mean, Democrat-run state or legislature is saying this constituency can't have a a, a right or a, a far-right DA that's going crazy on crypto. That that's who they voted for. Right, that's yeah. their DA. Like, leave it alone. So I don't think it's uh, constitutional, but uh, it is it is state law at this point. So so it's already law. It is law. They can remove a person if they want to. Um, How did I get past? Well, it's a well, it's, it's it's a it's a Republican-led legislature and a Republican-led uh, Senate and House. That's crazy state. that that got passed. So and he signed it. So it so it can happen. But I think whoever is the first. So if they remove her, would that drop the case? I don't think so. Because it's already on the books. It's already in the hands of a judge. Judge, yeah. Got it. It's already on the books. I think uh, they'll just replace the DA. Whoever the new DA is that they re that comes in has could potentially could dismiss a case. Um, that's probably what they're hoping on. But I don't think as soon as they remove the first DA, they haven't removed the DA at all yet. But as soon as they remove a DA. I think that well, DA right. is going to sue. Yeah, it's going to go right to the Supreme Court. It's going to go to the state court, and from there we'll see. Is that why she's trying to have a speedy trial? No, 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 no. It has nothing to do. I don't think. I don't think there's enough people that want to make it look like they're protecting Trump. I definitely don't think Kemp wants to protect Trump. I think. I think he already released a statement that said we're going to let. It, play out in the court 
and see what happens. I don't think he has the teeth to remove her. Uh, Fizzle says, if a DA doesn't follow the laws, doesn't matter. So is it my fault that the that CA is full of bombs? I guess California with the homelessness mm. uh, because I didn't vote for any of their bills. Um, if you want to, so I mean, there's still an elected DA, right? Regardless, they were elected. They anyway. were elected. They won an election. You cannot just subsequently remove. Because that limits all votes at that point. Yeah. Any voting process and, is like, and wow. And that's almost like, uh, that's election interference. That's real. what Trump is going through now. Yeah, like, not really. Because it wasn't like he was elected and he was removed. Yeah. Oh, it, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like, you subsequently... the books. Yeah, you subsequently tell whoever voted for her, your vote doesn't fucking matter. So we're going to put who we want, which wouldn't go well with which the voting, is, which is with not the voting people. Yeah, which is not illegal. Which is not illegal. So I mean, uh, Fizzle says that Vivek Ramaswamy for president and Trump as VP, although he will never go for it, would be the best ticket for the Republicans or Des- or DeSantis Ramaswamy. I'm not going to pick either ticket. However, you spell his name. Ramaswamy. I don't think DeSantis got the. DeSantis, got, I don't think he has the fortitude to be president. DeSantis. He's breaking is, apart with Disney yeah. fighting him. No, he's, he's <laughs> literally legitimately falling apart. You saw. He was suspended his campaign, but I think there's a storm coming in Florida, so he suspended his campaign for that. The fizzle. Oh yeah, there is a there is a hurricane that's going. To he play. put like a national emergency yeah. out already. But did fizzle so. watch the debates? Like your boy DeSantis was fucking floundering. Yeah, it was. Uh, he he looked pretty bad out there. And, re- and, and, and I guess we can move into the debate topic that I have here because I did list a couple of things that we kind of talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, one being Vivek emerged as like the winner. Yeah. Him along with Nikki Haley is both like have like the biggest uh, I think, number improvement since the point. I think there was three people that did really well in that debate. Vivek. Yeah, Vivek. Nikki. Nikki and um Christy. Christy did good? Yeah, he did good. He um his he stayed on cue, was very Strong with it. And but isn't his platform just fuck Trump? It is his platform. <laughs> that is his platform. But as long as you're the person... He's the only person that stood out because it was so strong. Haley was very moderate. Yeah. Like, she would do really well in a general. Yeah. But she will not do well in, in a, a primary. primary. That's what the report said. And I'll get to her mayor in a second. Uh, the report said that Nikki had like a good general debate, yeah, and then Vivek had a primary, a primary debate, debate. Is why he's like ascending in the polls. Primary right? debate. But and before you continue, Amir, did you catch the debate by chance? Did you see any of the highlights? I, I saw some of the highlights. Um, I'm not comfortable with any of the candidates uh, per se. Um, only because of the type of person that I am individually. Like, okay. it's not necessarily have to do with the Republican Party or. Um, anything like on a grander scheme of things, but I have a very individualistic ideology and approach when it comes to who I'm who I'm going to support. Um, and that debate did nothing for me for yeah. any of the candidates. Like 
I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, and, and I feel like Fizzle said something earlier about politicians being actors. Yeah. Um, and then one of my good homies, he's a Republican, and he basically said that, you know, politics is a bunch of just actors uh, uh, basically reading off of a script um, and, and trying to get, you know, people to vote for them based upon certain narratives. And I just did not like the narratives that anybody was speaking about. And that's the problem with <clears throat> what you just said is the problem with the Republican Party. They don't connect. Fuck, they don't fuck with their own party. They want an outsider. That's why we got Trump. That's why Vic Disrami is leading in he's the polls. He's leading in the polls. He, no, not leading, but well, he's, he's going up. He's gaining in the polls. I actually he's a have, character, and I, I don't have, like characters. I think but. I have a video here that kind of explains the polls as of the debate, polling after the debate, yeah. And honestly, I was one of those people who was going to vote for Trump until his rhetoric just turned me off completely, like... <laughs> At the election cycle, Trump is still currently the GOP frontrunner as well for the 2024 race for the White House. His eight opponents fought... To stand out, uh, make and that was a moment right there that too. Audience, That's what had me. Where up. everyone was raising their hands, I was like, "Would you guys still support Trump if he, was if he won yeah. and was conv- if he was a uh, GDP front? Uh, if he won the president's candidacy or whatever for them, and still had a conviction, will you still support him?" They was like, they was like, "Yeah." yeah. You can see the fakeness because there was people yeah. who raised their hand and it was all like, that. Shit. Did, yeah, they were like, "Shit." And, Everyone over here was like, I guess I have to do this shit. No, I don't like shit like that. Except for Aza Hodgson. Oh, but here's the poll. It took me a very long time to raise his hand. Did they support Trump for the nominee if he was convicted of crime? And he was like, no, but I guess. But see, even even this guy, whatever his name is, you can tell that he's trying to take away from Trump's family. Here's some of the polling numbers. Nathaniel, I'm sorry, not Nathan, but Nathaniel, what do you think? Uh, we all have our opinions about who won, who lost, who did well, who didn't. What's the data show? Yeah, well, we actually asked the American people and Republican primary voters yeah, who watched Nathan, the debate specifically. Um, and basically, they thought DeSantis won the debate. Uh, the poll. So, so 99% of them, which yeah, so is the highest number, said that he performed the best. And I'll pause it. So they said DeSantis, and I actually post this in here so you guys can like, pause it and do what you want with it. Uh, has like some of the the polling numbers in the video, but we'll play it as we go. Uh, but since we're paused, it says overall DeSantis had the best debate, followed by Ramaswamy. Uh, the worst went to uh, Hutchinson overall. Uh, Chrissy had a pretty bad debate as well. Uh, Nikki Haley had a pretty good debate, they're saying. So those are the big That's three. Uh, DeSantis, Ramaswamy, and Nikki Haley are the big three. People and, uh, that won the and, debate, and we all know if you watched it from uh, uh, eye point standard, DeSantis was horrible, horrible, horrific. So I'm gonna continue. Average score when we kind of asked them to grade the candidates. And he looked horrible that whole debate. Worst, uh, Chris Christie actually had 22 percent, a plurality of 22 percent, saying that he did the worst uh, overall. But uh, on average, actually, Asa Hutchinson had the worst score. So worst. there were some people who thought Christie did well. Some people who thought there were more people who thought did the worst. But uh, but yeah, Asa Hutchinson overall did the worst. So who do you think gained the most potential support? So this here? is the big one here. 
Yeah, so what's interesting is uh, Nikki Haley, uh, only 15% of people said that she did the best in the debate, but she actually gained the most potential support. We asked. Well, so this chart is actually really... <laughs> and, Nikki Haley, and Nikki Haley was the one who said that we need an accountant in the White House. Is that her? Yeah. Nikki Haley went from 30.2% to 40.2% and I like, And debate. I actually like her. Like, if, if I was to vote Republican, which is highly unlikely... But if I was to vote Republican, it would probably be for Nikki Haley. If DeSantis, she was the front runner. DeSantis went from twenty uh sixty-three percent to sixty-seven point five, and Trump went from sixty-one point four to sixty-six point two. Uh Vivek went from forty point eight to forty-six point three. So that's where everything is kind of lining up after the debate. Let's see what people else who they're considering voting for both before and after the debate and Nikki Haley went up uh, from 30 percentage points uh, to 47 percentage points um, and some other candidates I'm like not mad at Nikki. also went up a bit but no, not I'm nearly as much I'm not mad at Nikki hmm. so Nikki Haley uh, seems like she made a difference but it was Vivek Ramaswamy who was right in the thick of things, had a big bullseye on him, it seemed, as everybody kind of went after him. What is the public That's what boosted his numbers. It's whoever gets the most heat is against the most biggest Yeah, exactly. His performance seemed to be pretty polarizing. So 26% of Republicans who watched the debate said that he had the best performance, which was right on DeSantis's heels in terms of the highest. But his unfavorable rating actually almost tripled from 13% to 32%. So, you know, there were lots of even if he performs horribly, he still he was horrific. He still yeah. like the one to challenge Trump. He he, he legitimately went in to be like, don't mess up, don't have a moment where you're caught. So he had no moments. He stayed very safe. He didn't talk a lot. He was only better than Tim Scott, maybe Pence, because. I don't know what Pence is doing. He's he just should, there. He's he also should, like a fuck Trump, he, like Chrissy, but he, it's like he's just there to be like. But I'm, he's not a fuck Trump. Yeah, he's. He like, should be a Nikki Haley. Yeah. He legitimately yeah. should. He he's has, almost there to like defend himself against the insurrection shit. Like I wasn't a part of that. He has. That's his whole run. Like he I didn't has do the that resume. Shit. He has governorship. Uh, governor. I don't know if he's senator. I think so. Governorship, vice president. I think he has governorship. Uh, What's his name again? Mike Pence. Mike Pence, political career. He has the resume. Uh, let's see. Representative, second district, yep. 2001, 2013. Uh, representative in a sixth district. A uh, governor. And then vice president. And vice president. Like, he has the resume to do it. So he's like, he should be more ahead of Nikki Haley. Talk about policy. That's the thing about Nikki. She talked about policy. She went at Trump policies like, yo, y'all ballooned the the debt. And people in this on this stage voted for it. Boom. She talked about China very heavily. Like, she made her point. Christie did the same thing. Yeah, that's what Fizzle just said. Uh, he, he brought up, uh, he said, Democrats are right or die. Republicans will cuck under the, because of the public opinion. Yeah. Chris Christie was a governor of, of New Jersey. He's a mob idiot. He yeah. thinks he's in the Godfather 
Nikki Haley is legit though. She would be a good VP that actually does good things. Uh, he says Vivek is gonna post commandments. We talked about that last that, week. That's some crazy uh, shit. <laughs> it's too rough. It's bro. too much for me. <laughs> and that's what we have like. There's no separation of church and state anymore. He, okay. he he is almost like running for vice president for Trump. Yeah, he, he's so on. That's like would, he's like going you would for think it. he was running to be Trump's son. The way he <laughs> talks about Trump. Yeah, he's like nothing. He did nothing wrong. He did nothing wrong. And he's he was the, the best, fastest person to play his hand of head. And he's he the al- best president. And he always says stuff like historic events that Trump did. He always thinks, thinks always says like historical events like this is a once in a lifetime thing. Like when uh, Pence didn't approve the votes for the presidency, yeah, it was like that was a historic moment that Pence missed and he could have approved the votes for Trump to win. It's like, bro, what? It's like, <laughs> I'm not voting for that guy. He's a he, he's he's wild. He's radical. He's radical as fuck. Um, I don't like radical. But I have more about this debate here. Uh, Vivek also said he's the only one not bought by like mega cap corporations. Uh, he tried to grab some of Trump he's supporters a billionaire. Uh, by saying he's the greatest president of the 21st century. No, uh, he got a standing ovation for, uh, is it anyone who's going to stop the support of, of Ukraine? So he wants to stop funding Ukraine. He wants yeah. to stop defending uh, Taiwan because of the chips and all that. Uh, so he's against all of that pretending democracy stuff. Um, what's your thoughts on that so far as... Before I go on to the next what, one about Big the Swami? yeah, but anything about those topics? No, he's that's just more about his radical. He's 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 not fit to be president, bro. He's not. He, he won't win a general. Niggas will not. He won't win a general. Nah, he's not. So landslide victory for there is not an independent that's going to vote for this guy. That's why I said the majority of the majority of people, in my opinion, are more moderately thinking individuals. So if you just go balls to the wall like this guy is doing, he's not going to win the general election. The best, the best much. chance for fucking the Republican Party on that stage was Nikki Haley. Yeah, I love. I, I like Nikki. Haley. I agree. And she's going to lose. Yeah, she's going to lose. Yeah. And I've been I've been watching her for a very long time, and I actually like her ideology, but I just don't think it's her time. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Where do we go from there? Uh, I think we got a couple of political stuff left. Uh, Florida lawyer files legal challenge to disqualify Trump from 2024 presidential race. Uh, using a clause from the 14th Amendment. Yeah, they've been trying to use that for a long time. So, what's your thoughts on that? I you, don't think... You don't think they'll be able to get that off? No. Because I it's an interpretation thing? It's interpretation, and I feel like there is no law... I mean, it's it's so law... It's, so, it's such a crazy law. That law was put in place for... Um, what is it? What do they call those guys? It wasn't the Union versus the Confederate. It's for Confederate people that tried to win this, win the South, some to make sure they couldn't be president, yeah. so they could fucking move backwards. It, it dealt with like the insurrection, it, and yeah, shit insurrection like that. and shit like that. I mean, it's a good term, but I don't. You don't think it's enough? I don't think it's enough. I don't. I really don't think it's enough. It's strong enough to disqualify him. It's a. It's uh. Let's see. Banyan Beach tax attorney Lawrence Kaplan filed the challenge in federal court. 
in the Southern District of Florida citing the amendment's disqualification clause uh, for those who engage in insurrections and rebellion against the United States. The amendment was ratified in 1868 after the Civil War during Reconstruction also addressed the citizenship status of free slaves and reintegration uh, re, uh, of defeated Confederate states back into the Union. Yeah, so yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. Just absolutely not. They're not yeah, gonna use. Later. They're not gonna use something from hundred years ago to try yeah, to get nah. that through. Yeah. Nah. Um. Let's see. What's your thoughts on India landing on the moon this week? And Russia, they were supposed to land on the moon too, but they actually crashed. What's your thoughts on the whole, I uh, guess, new space race going on right now? Um, I think that's big for India. I think they have an election like a year from now. What's it? What's India's prime minister? Was it Moody? Mo- yeah, Moody. So I think I think that shows like, yeah, we can pull the country together for this. Like we got to yeah, some point of the. Of the moon that nobody has ever touched, um, I think it's a big step for their space, uh, for their NASA, I guess. Their space program. Their space program, but at the end of the day, like, does anybody care about? Is, is it fun to spend it? Like, what's going on? Like, why are we trying so hard to get to the moon? Like, because they know something us? we don't. Conspiracy time. Without the conspiracies, is there a reason for them to be going to the moon? I, just I think, I think, yeah. I mean, there's probably some resources there. Like, yeah, there's metals, there's untapped. All the craters, there has to be a ton of material and metals there. Metals there, because we're we are legitimately moving into the new generation where. We're trying to find metals that can sustain, that can move us away from fossil fuels. Yeah. And find other types of energy. So the moon is, you gotta think, it's full yeah. of that shit. Because it's full. It hasn't it, been raped yet. It hasn't been raped yet. And it's, and it's, it. it's, and it's literally four It's the new four. Africa. It, that's, what, that's what Fizzle just said. Fizzle! But not, about the, for this. not about the moon, though. No, he said this about... But before I said what Fizzle said, it doesn't, he's not that bad what he was saying. Uh, I was talking about the moon in, in regards to, like, it's being of when two planets collided. So it is just a raw material. raw material. So, but raw. they also got to be careful, right? Because a report came out that we used up all the... The, like the groundwater or earth that messed up the axis, we tilted the axis even more, right? So if we use other resources on the moon, wouldn't that send it? Start, that, or wouldn't that pull it down to earth because it's not as heavy and then we're going to have a ca- catastrophe somewhere because the gravitational pull isn't as what it's... Uh, I've seen, seen a video of a That's meteor. Possible. I've seen a video of a meteor crashing into earth that and happened in the Russia, po- the, the airburst. And the, poli- and the po- uh, plane that was in the video, like, started tearing apart. And the person... The oh, no, no, what I caught... Oh, yeah, the one I'm, I talked about. I'm good. I'm good. You survived survive that? You, so, you survived that? Hold on, I'm going to play that video, because this thing is a damn liar. <laughs> I mean, this thing is a goddamn liar. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this thing is the worst <laughs> Yo, first of all, this shit is in fucking space. This, this, it's shit, not, this it's shit is not. This shit is not Earth. That's just forty thousand. My nigga. No, that's that's a 
they're, a, they're looking at the circumference no, of the earth. No, it hold just looks like that. Hold on, I'm gonna play. Hold on, I'm gonna pulse it to everyone. If you ever have a red eye, if you ever have a red eye, it still look like that. We fly at 30,000 feet. That's like 40,000 right there. Then it's just flying extra. All right, so did you see the video? So here's the video. This is the video he's talking about. We're looking outside. First of all, they're clearly in one of those commercial space Space, planes that's supposed to. No, look at it. This is a plane. Planes are above the atmosphere. That's above the atmosphere. No, that's the stratosphere. Okay, that's the atmosphere for space. If you look up deeply in a plane, you'll see that. Nigga, you're not going to go to the plane now. Nigga, it's like sundown. That's nigga. it. No, you're bugging. You're bugging. Play it. Right? Play it. So, asteroid is hitting Earth. That's Play basically it. what's happening. Play it. Boom! I thought it was a... That's the asteroid that fucking hit. I thought it was a... You're dead! Right there. Nope. I'm so you can't even breathe that high. So you're getting like pulled out. At this point, you better hope your fucking helmet is on or it's a wrap. I'm no, good. Because this, you can't even this, breathe this, this is not Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm you're good. not Star Lord. You're not Star Lord. Niggas be like, oh. I'm gonna use my shit to play You're dead. Stop. As soon as I fall out, look at that exposed skin. Her hand or hit broken off. I'm good. And no, and you're gonna freeze to death or, no, or you're burn not. up. No, you're gonna burn into the atmosphere. No, there's no atmosphere there. You're gonna crash into I'm, the mountain then. I'm, I'm in the atmosphere. You're gonna crash into the mountain. I'm gonna float down. Yeah, you're dead. Either way. Float down. Either you're gonna freeze in space, you burn on re-entry, or God, you're lucky, I'm, you're gonna crash death back into that mountain. I'm gonna float down. You're, you're dead. For, you need to have your mask on right here. No, I'm good. You see the people sitting? It's, dead, it's, dead, yeah. dead. As long as dead. I'm not dead, if I'm right here, I'm good. She don't got no, she don't got no suit on, my nigga. That's bare skin. I'm good. That's She's death. Not, no, that's death, bro. Now. That's death. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know how we got there. Um, um, what were what are we just? We was all political shit, huh? We was all some Trumpish. Oh, no, we was talking about the. I don't know how we got from Trump. Cause that's close to the moon. Oh, we was talking about India making yeah, it to the moon, us mining yeah. the moon. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, what's your thought, of Adam? Here, India making it to the moon. What? What's going on, man? It's about goddamn time. It's like, no, I'm just kidding. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, shout out to them. Um, I don't necessarily, like, to be honest, like, I really don't care about shit that doesn't involve me. Like, these are things that's outside of my But it's a human achievement. I mean, we've done done this already. It's big, though. No, not on that side of the moon. Oh, so what's up? We're on the dark side now? Yeah. Uh, uh, India and China are both on the dark side of the moon, trying to trying to explore. Try to the yeah, I mean, I mean that's cool. Like, I mean, as a human species, we try to source for answers, and um, hopefully, they're gonna get the answers that they need. But at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, like you said, like if we actually make it to the moon and we're able to um, create these different biodomes where we're able to go in there and, and pull out all these resources or whatever the case may be, I don't know if it's gonna be a benefit or a detriment. And then even if they are doing it, these are governmental programs that's going to be able to have access to these materials. So it's not going to benefit us, really. 
Like, what is that going to do for us as a people? Other than make these other specific governments rich. <laughs> Fizzle's calling you out, Jamal, and saying, you lie. You're dead in the video, like we said. There is no surviving that. There is no surviving that. Uh, what the bitch got on a GoPro? She's, she's live-streaming her whole death. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think there was one more topic here I want to talk about before... Uh, Jamal, when Jamal gets back here, uh, oh, there's two actually, then we can wrap up with some fun entertainment news. Uh, the first being, uh, what are your thoughts about, uh, the niggas for Trump guy? Did you see his video? Oh, you don't know about the niggas for Trump. Oh, gosh, here you go. Oh, my God. Trump. I want your reaction. You want to know why I'm here to support President Trump? I, I shouldn't even play this. I feel bad for even playing this. It's good. But it's like, so fuck it. Black men like this for decades make up charges and put on so I know Trump is innocent. I support Trump against this corrupt two-tier justice system. Okay. That's why I'm here to show my support as a black man for Trump. And I'm wearing my shirt, niggas for Trump 2024, and I mean that. And I mean that. What do you think about the indictments? Oh, it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's going around the country, you know, Fanny, Fanny Willis, she's a, uh, she went to school with my sister, she's full of shit, she was full of shit then. So, she's a puppet she for the dead. white liberal, this and that funny. is controlling everything. She's in front, but the white liberal back there pulling those strings telling her what to do. The white liberal? That's what I think about her, making a fool of herself. Do you think it's going to help his election? Of course it is. It's going to elevate him all the way. I think we should make Trump king. That's how I feel. There you go. Yeah. That's how it starts. No, there's no way that Is that communistic? No, man. He sounds just like right. Yeah. I was just about to say this nigga is a Unfortunately, this is in Georgia. I believe they're outside of the county jail where he was taking his picture. My name is Nigga from Trump. He actually sounded like Ruckus right there, too. Do you hear it? Oh, my name is Niggas for Trump 2024. Yeah. So, like, over oh, just right there. Nigga, I'm I live up to it, too. It's messed up because they say he used to be like the a, a former political. Not well, I can't. I got a cool track, bro. You want to try me out? You don't think there's a foreign politician? Oh, they say Moses there. I'm a former candidate for Basically, New York State governor. Oh, former, former candidate. I'm yeah, a former candidate for New York State governor. Derek Gibson, look me up. Eric Gibson. Nigga. Eric I live Gibson, up to New I York, to, I can get down, boy. It did. I've had like 20 people not well, I can't. I got a proven track record. Well, what's your thoughts on this guy? Um, I, take this shirt off. I, I have no. Off. I hate that. I, I hate that I play this. I have no thoughts on. I this hate guy. that I play that. I mean, he is who he is. He is what he was. Who? Oh, this guy? Yeah, like. Yeah. Like, uh, he's. A, so hard to talk about shit like this because like you don't know like what you should say yeah it's so outside of the norm yeah this is the whole situation statistically speaking this is an outlier he's an outlier this is a wild thing that's happening you're a wild boy yeah okay fair enough fair enough anything on this guy I don't even want to speak about this nigga he's the definition of a nigga whoa 
and that's just what it is. Like I don't, I don't have any type of, um, I don't have any type of sympathy. Not even sympathy because this motherfucker is literally like, like black people use nigga as a term of endearment, of endearment but this nigga is like with the a, right? But he's saying niggas for Trump yeah. life. So I think I could agree like, with that. I, I I really do feel like he is a nigga for Trump, and that is what it is. Oh, it is what it is. Oh my god, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a nigga for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, all right. And the last thing I have for here, and then we can move to some fun uh, political uh, entertainment topics. Excuse me. Uh, Eugenie Pros, I don't know, this, the Russian. Oh, yeah, Eugenie Rogozian. Yeah, the guy that, like, a month ago led the insurgent, he was about to take out Putin over there. Mm-hmm. He died in a plane crash this week. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, uh, what's your thoughts on that whole situation? So Clearly, it was probably we, we, assassination. I think we need, like, um, a backstory of Eugenie Rogozian, right? This guy ro- rose from the craziest kind of. Um, at first he was a part of the Kremlin. He was a he was a chef. He was a chef. He was a chef. So like he made food for like, um, other world leaders. Like he was a chef within the uh, Kremlin. But the oligarchy. Yeah. Oligarchy. No, no, the Kremlin. Okay. Um, got fired, became a. That's what he was very known for. But he was always close to Putin's heart because Putin remembered when he was a chef for the, for his Kremlin, for his administration or whatever. And somehow he became leader of one of of the the, mercenaries. Yeah, of the (laughs) highest level mercenaries. That's wild. Um, his. His uh, campaign wasn't necessarily against Putin, but it was against like the military brass because he could see how uh, the ones leading the strike against Ukraine were just putting his men on the front line and just getting them just drilled. Yeah, he he took heavy losses. That's why he was like, all right, these guys, he he went against. Uh, the hierarchy of the military in Russia uh, talk crazy about them, said they don't know what they're doing, they're incompetent, and then he reached a boiling point and then marched on with the, the potential coup against. Cool. Uh, the president of Belarus uh, was a metalman, said uh, Prigozhin is gonna get out of here, he's gonna stay in Belarus, um, Putin's not gonna kill him. Putin was pissed as hell, said that he was a, uh, an anarchist against his administration. He betrayed him type thing, but he'll, he'll consider, no, he'll agree to the agreement that the Belarus president set forth. Like he can stay over there and he'll be fine. So you already kind of had this in, in essential like, he let someone that challenged his power, and and that's not what Putin's known for. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna take you out. He's an iron fist. I eliminate guy. competition. Yeah, if you're his competition, he's either gonna lock you up, or or, kill or he'll go send an operative to Britain 
even in fucking democratic states where his his rivals are, he'll send an operative and he'll poison you in Britain or Germany, which he's done before. So he's a fucking cold-hearted dude. So when he did that, marched on Russia to almost flip the country, you could tell that he wasn't going to let this shit go. So it... So supposedly he was he went back to Russia, uh, was flying on a private jet, and supposedly this missile came from like one of Putin's uh, properties, cause all his properties are stocked like have fucking missile yeah um, safety nets. Like if you try and shoot a missile at his shit, he will have a missile shooting that missile down type shit. Like, you're not going to get a heads up on it. So, supposedly, he was flying out of Russia and a missile shot from one of Putin's compounds and, like, crashed his plane. So, there were supposedly 10 people on the plane. It was it was Prigozhin, the leader of the Wagner Group, and his neck, the next um, person in line to... to I guess the next highest rank of the Wagner group. Um, So, they both died on the plane. Supposedly, there hasn't been any confirmation to be like, this is his body, or this is, we just know the plane manifest of who was on the flight. Supposedly, he was on the flight, and they found all 10 bodies dead that were. There hasn't been. any confirmation like yeah he's totally dead Russian um, state media is not talking about this like it's a lot of we don't know and this is the biggest story of this week yeah him him <laughs> dying after the debate and everything yeah, else him it was him I think the Kremlin tried to blame it on Ukraine I think uh, they asked uh, Vladimir, what's, what's the Ukrainian president's name? Vladimir something? Putin? No. no, 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 no. The Ukrainian president? Yeah, he's another president. Zelensky. Vladimir Zelensky. His fucking name is Vladimir Zelensky. Yes, that is a common that's, name. That's their name Sick. over there. Yeah. yeah, that's a common name. That's like you know their... reminds me of? Voldemort, for some reason. Voldemort? Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. <laughs> but, um... Vlad, I mean, Zelensky had a press conference, uh, <laughs> made a joke about it, but said, we all know who did it. Like, we had nothing to do with that, but we're going to sit back and watch popcorn. I think they had, like, a, a social media where the coup was happening. Yeah. They literally sent, like, a pic, took a picture of people on the front line eating popcorn, like, just watching <laughs> the fucking coup. Happen? Like, we're going to see what happens. Like, we're here. We're here. We're here. Like, we're watching the show just like y'all. Just like y'all. <laughs> and I think it, it had to be him. So it was like, what happens to the Wagner group now? Now. Are they still going to be in Ukraine? They're or do also, they fall apart without their leader? They're still... But see, I feel like... White, so... The white... Is it Wagner or Wagner? It's Wagner. like... Okay, no, so yeah. the Wagner group is also in Africa. Like, there's a African... There's African countries that have uh, ties to Russia where... 
Wagner Group went into uh, to Africa to help them fight insurgencies like uh, ISIS and whatnot. Here's what all the headlines saying about Wagner in Africa. Yeah. Uh, precarious future after his death. I yeah. can't say the last name. Uh, Pogosian. Uh, charismatic leader is gone, but Wagner was still surviving in Africa. Oh, for sure. Uh, presumed death of Wagner leader puts in doubt group future in Africa. Putin's influence in Africa could be weakened by his death. Yeah. Uh, Wagner's empire in Africa will live on after. So he's strong in Africa. He's strong in Africa. Uh, he's strong in Ukraine, too. So, like, it's a proxy military for for Russia. Like, Russia will never have to claim they did this because it's not their military. But you know Wagner is living up to Russian... Uh, priorities. So it's like with him dead, they don't know the state of Africa. Or is the Wagner group gonna um, join the Russian military? Yeah. That's the biggest thing, and you don't know. Because if they join the Russian military, that's a big. Uh, they they level up in a sense against and, Ukraine, and that's basically. But that's think, a full train. Yeah, I think that's what, and it's just bodies because Wagner has a weird recruiting efficiency. Like if you say you want to join the Wagner group and you're in a Russian jail, they'll let you out and they'll let you join for them. Yeah, uh, let you train for them. So it's so, like. Um, Fuck, what's the shit from uh, DC with Waller? Yeah. With the, yeah. the, the suicide, suicide squad. squad. If you don't do it, you say anything, we kill you. It's basically Either your, life, your life's on the line anyway. Yeah. You might as well come fight for us. We'll limit your shit. Yeah. But if you die, you die. If you die. It's basically Suicide <laughs> Squad. So it's like, you, we don't know what it's going to look like after him after in, in Ukraine. Like... The consensus is Wagner's always going to exist. Somebody yeah. else from the ranking is going to either level up or they're going to join the Russian military. But there's so many other things like does Africa like because they're they have been getting money from African countries to beat insurgency yeah. like ISIS and uh, those kind of radical extreme movement so nobody knows what it's gonna look like but Wagner will still be there only time will tell and I think this helps the Ukrainian war but I don't think it helps that much Mm. Uh, do you have anything on them killing that mercenary over the Wagner group I don't think think that nigga's dead you know they found his remains and they did like a DNA test yeah of course they did I'm, I'm like 50 You think he's about to come out like on no, some WWE? I don't, I don't like, I got you, Putin. No. <laughs> on the day you're about to stand up on the ground. See, <laughs> I don't necessarily think that he's going to come out, but like, say for instance, like he did that whole like about face on Russia and he was about to do this. And then next thing you know, he had a change of heart. Like, maybe for his life, they staged his death and he's just going to go silent. Like, Putin was like, my nigga, as long as you just disappear, you'll be fine, your family will be safe. You'll have riches, whatever the case may be. But do I think that he's actually dead? Like, the media can drum up any story. or They can make it seem like whatever the case may be for the yeah. public opinion. But do I believe that he's actually dead? I really don't know. Like, unless I see a body. Like, yeah. Just like, what's his name? Who who did they bury at sea? Was it Osama, Osama? Bin Laden? Uh-huh. 
Yeah, he's probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in the deepest part of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. like, they, couldn't, they couldn't bury him on land because they felt like he someone be will go. Yeah, someone will go in undig him and he'll become a martyr to spur that on. Um, oh, I think we're doing some politics now for the hard transition into some uh, <laughs> entertainment stuff. Uh, what's your thoughts that AI-generated art cannot be copyrighted, says a U.S. judge? Anything? Mayor? Say that one more time. AI-generated art cannot receive copyrights. A work of art created by artificial intelligence without any human input cannot be copyrighted under U.S. law, a U.S. court in Washington, D.C. has ruled. Only works with human authors can receive copyrights. Uh, U.S. District Judge Beryl Howell said on Friday, affirming the Copyrights Office rejection of an application filled by the computer scientist uh, Stephen Taller on behalf of his DABUS system. Uh, the final decision follows losses for Taller on bids for U.S. patents, covering inventions he said were created by Dabus. Uh, short for device for the autonomous bootstrapping of unified sentience. Okay, weirdo. Uh, <laughs> uh, Taylor has also applied for the debuts generated patents in other countries, including the UK, South Africa, Australia, uh, Saudi Arabia, with limited success. Uh, Taylor's attorney, Ryan Abbott, on Monday said that he and his client strongly disagree with the decision and will appeal. The Copyright Office, in a statement on Monday, said it believes the court reached the correct result. I think I think that's important because, like, AI... And that's a big part of what the strike is about now, too. Yes, it is. So it connects. But AI art also will take an artist's original painting and just... Enhance it. Enhance it. And I think you have... If that's the case, which I guess... It's okay because, like, even let's like take it back to music. If you sample someone's art, you're okay. Like, yeah. as long as you change it up enough, you don't have the same chord progressions or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but you can do that. But with AI, it's like you already have a canvas, you already have a picture. I just smack maybe like whiskers and fucking ears on something yeah. and just try and copyright it as an art, like. I think that's a good, I think that's good, that's okay. okay. I think, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that here? Should AI it's... be allowed to be copyrighted? No, I, I feel like it's fair, like, at the end of the They're day. They're not sentient yet? Nah, it's not even about it being sentient. Like, even if it was a sentient being, does it deserve rights? That's, we'll get there in about five years. Like, does it deserve <laughs> rights? Like, so, so, that's a bridge for about five years. Yeah, like, I don't believe that, like, something that doesn't have, like, actual feelings and emotions should should be able to have rights. Now, you know, there was this argument about, um, you know, reality being a simulation and we're, we're like, organic, artificial intelligence, whatever the case may be. I mean, we have rights. Uh -huh. But in my opinion, like, that reality doesn't exist to me only because of the pain that I feel like as a human being. Like if you are a sentient being, how can being shot hurt or how can being cut like yeah. unless it's programmed to hurt? Yeah, but that doesn't even make sense to me. You see what I'm saying? Like I I could I could be all for artificial intelligence because even down to our like smallest, you know, cell, which is the atom, 
everything is coded um, genetically to do and serve a specific function, but yeah. suffrage is a is something that I feel like cannot be simulated. You see what I'm saying? So until artificial intelligence gets to a point where they're perceiving themselves as going through some type of hardship or pain, they don't deserve copyrights because what are we like stealing from it? Or, or, or what is it protecting from itself? Yeah. Like, it's intellectual property, you're a supercomputer. So, would it be better if... It's kind of like going back to the strike, right? With the, with the writers, where they was like, if we use AI, uh, the studios were saying, like, uh, the, the writers write whatever, and then we use AI to enhance it, but then we still give credit to the writers. No, because anybody can create a prompt. Like, that's literally what artificial intelligence is. You tell the artificial intelligence what you want the outcome to be, and it creates the outcome regardless if you are intelligent. You can be a good prompt writer, but it doesn't mean that you can actually create the outcome that the artificial intelligence can. Artificial intelligence should be used as a tool, uh-huh. just like the internet, in order for us to become better humans. You see what I'm saying? And I don't feel like the internet has rights to watch your artificial intelligence because it's smarter than the internet. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any logical sense to me. So, do I believe that it should deserve copyrights? No. Like, I feel like, you know, if you're able to create an organic thing using artificial intelligence and there's no trace of it, then you're going to get the benefit from the artificial intelligence anyways. But if you're sitting here saying that I use artificial intelligence to create this outcome, that's you. I would never say that, personally. Like, I would never release a book and say artificial intelligence wrote it. You wouldn't give him the credit. Fuck no. Why would I? <laughs> I would just make everybody believe this that I was, am a savant. This, this book was written by Sean with the help but of you Chat tell, Absolutely not. You can tell no. though. How can you tell? How because do you know that I'm not just a... Bro, there's been times where people were like, Chat GPT wrote that. <laughs> it's easy to tell. But why bro. would you say that? I what do you not, mean? It's like easy I can write it like tell. Tell. I had a um see, I'm about to tell myself, so I'm just gonna stop. It's, <laughs> easy, it's, easy it's like my resume, tell. right? <laughs> I just do <laughs> I just threw that all in. Bro, you can I tell. told Chat GPT what job I was going for, they was like here. There's people, <laughs> there's legitimately people like uh John Morant shit. Oh yeah, his apology was Chat GPT. How do people see that? They, they read it. They read it. <laughs> they was like, hey, Chad, you can write me an apology letter, my nigga. Exactly. <laughs> you can't hide that shit. Write like, me an apology letter, my dog. People will be able to tell, like, bro, Jeff GPT wrote this for you, bro. As much as you want to put your fucking marbles into Jeff GPT, bro, <laughs> there's enough academics that can be like, bro, this is a fucking general statement. This is not your thoughts. <sighs> um, let's see. Uh, what's your thoughts on uh, Jermaine Dupree on the 50th year of hip hop? You know, there's a big celebration for hip hop or whatever, being a quote unquote 50th year. Uh, he's mad that nothing was facilitated in Atlanta. Look at that's his fault. That's kind of what I'm saying too. <laughs> so his, his tweet says, just for the record, no brands have done any dinners or get-togethers in Atlanta celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip hop. That's crazy. Thoughts, Amir? You they first. they oh. took it back to the Mecca. Fuck that niggas. 
fuck I went with? That part two. Hold the fuck up. What are we even talk? So see, now I got put. I'm sitting over here bonding with fizzle and shit. What, we, <laughs> what, what the fuck are we talking about? Because you just said fucking Atlanta and I said the fizzle. Yeah. Jermaine Dupree. Okay. This is the 50th year of hip hop. Uh-huh. There are so much celebrations happening, but nothing happened in Atlanta. And he was upset. And that's why his tweet said, hold on, let me find it now. Uh, Take it back to the Meccas. Just for the record, no brands have done any dinners or get-togethers in Atlanta celebrating the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. That's crazy. I don't understand how that's crazy. Hip-hop is a New York thing. It's not an the Atlanta The Mecca thing. is in New York, yeah. It's not even about the Mecca. Like, Atlanta don't create hip-hop. Atlanta is not hip-hop. No music that I've ever heard being created in Atlanta has anything to do with hip-hop. I associate hip-hop with New York. Okay. New York is the originators, the creators, and they're going to always be the stewards of hip-hop. Yeah. Now, did hip-hop birth all these other different types of rap? Whether it's trap, whether it's rap, whether it's whatever type of, you know, label that you want to put on it. You know, at the end of the day, there should not be any type of celebration other than at the Mecca. And if you want to celebrate hip-hop and what it has done for the culture that you was able to benefit from, then go to New York and celebrate it there yeah. at the Mecca of hip-hop. But at the end of the day, Atlanta doesn't create hip-hop. We rap. Okay. I mean, it's not fucking Atlanta. It's Atlanta has Atlanta is the Mecca of rap. But hip-hop has to completely be... Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? What? So outside of so hip hop so for me personally, hip hop so rapping hip hop are two different things in my opinion. So in okay, it's, it's just it's my opinion. Sure. So at the end of the, so this is the, this is the thing. Hip hop originated. Hip hop has a certain cadence. It has a certain sound. It has a certain tone to its music, right? And then you have California. In my opinion, mm-hmm. who was literally the people who was behind the East Coast rap, which originated in New York, and then you have the Southern rap, which is the boom boom bap, the like the like the real deep eight oh eights and the no boom boom. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. you're all wrong. Yeah. So, so, like, don't ask me for my motherfucking opinion. So boom, boom bap is strictly New York. That's strictly hip hop. 808s is trap music. That's like strictly Atlanta. And I don't fucking, I don't know what fucking LA rap is. What is that? Sink? Killer nigga Sink? dead. No, it's like, nigga what wrong. is it? The synth shit? He like, wore blue eyes. bad. Sexuals and dark shit. Like, Slip. what is that? No, what kind of music is that? The Sink? The set? No, that's not. It's that's a sound with an S. Synchronized? Maybe. Sync. Maybe. I mean, but sync is weird. short for synchronized. But I don't think it's synchronized. I don't think that's what the West is known for either. They're a little bit more aggressive. Gay culture for sure. Gay culture for sure. But I'm talking about the sound of the music. I think it's more tones and sync. I don't know. New York is definitely boom bap. Yeah. New York is definitely, like uh, Amir said, 808s is definitely Atlanta. But, but, but what's the thoughts of there being nothing in Atlanta? You said it was his fault. Elaborate. It's his fault. Because he's, he, outside he's of him, of Atlanta. Outside, outside of the Dungeon family, like, he is. The face of Atlanta? He's Atlanta rap. In a, in a, in a way, like, outside of him. 
I agree with that. If, if he, no companies are gonna come here for the 50th. If you don't reach out to them. Not, not necessarily. There's like, because New York is Mecca, you're gonna think like, all the record labels are in New York. Yeah. All the 90s rappers, 80s rappers, 70s rappers, most of them are from New York, yeah. outside of LA. Uh-huh. And probably Outkast. Like, there isn't, outside of Jermaine Dupree, like, Jermaine Dupree is a person to bring it here. And tell to them facilitate like, it. Yeah. Is, is there someone to facilitate it? It's you. It's him. And he dropped the ball. And he dropped the ball. He Don't blame complain. it on everyone else. Yeah, you just want to complain. Like, nigga, that's your fault. Outside of the Dungeon family, maybe they should have did. CeeLo should have probably said something. Outcast, Killer Mike. Like, but this is also an opportunity for him to create something that specifically celebrates what the South has brought to the rap, that, like, that rap community. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if he feels like there should be some type of anniversary based so upon the it. ingenuity to hip hop, you it. build a fucking festival yeah. and have, you know, people come out just to celebrate what the South has brought yeah. to rap. Or hip Whatever the fuck. I agree. Called. I agree. Uh, what's your thoughts on Cardi B suing someone who falsely accused the offset for cheating on Cardi? Did you hear that video? Yeah. Hold on, I'll play the audio because it's pretty funny. She's like, how's your dad gonna feel (laughs) when I call and he gets a call from the lawyer? (laughs) That was AI? It was AI that, uh, they put, like... Uh, oh, so and, she was an AI. The, no, 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 no. The no. person that she's trying to sue. Yeah, the person, AI. yeah, yeah. They AI'd um, Offset's body on some shit. Oh, I didn't see the video. Like the and shit. Uh, no, she explains it in the video. I mean, in the audio, like you AI, his dreads aren't even red. Like there you go. Hmm. I wonder how Mr. Benny Wayne Walker Jr. is going to feel <laughs> like. I'll say about a month or less. He receives a letter to his workplace and to his home. One thing don't do. She don't what? Decided. She's like, y'all gonna learn today. She's a graphic designer. She's like, y'all did not learn from Tasha? Somebody else's body. Claiming that he's my husband. Which, by the way, babe, if you wanted to make it more convincing. Then you somebody my husband, else's body. You make sure that you put the blonde dreads in the bottom since the dress that it was in your picture were black. And also, my husband is not that skinny. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, you guys are going to receive a letter from his lawyer true. because all these little games from that you guys want to play online right is going to be over with. So, yeah. Um, make sure you have fun explaining that to your father, babes, because you're going <laughs> to be getting food. And we're gonna make an example out of you. Yeah, and that was. Don't want to be made an example. By the way, so yeah. Bye. Alright, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, that's what she does. Mir. Are you okay with Cardi just suing everybody? Yes. Because you're not gonna keep talking shit. (laughs) Like, I'm like, nigga, we elaborate? Like, damn. No, see, see, my thing about it is, like, this is the thing that I feel like we were talking about with Doja Cat previously about how she just has to get to a point where she's comfortable with being a mogul in this particular society. Okay. Like, you have to have checks and balances and if people want to just keep coming for you, you have to show them, like, there's consequences to your actions. Um, and, the, and the one person who she sued and she actually got awarded, what was it, 2.8 or 3.8 million? Tasha Cat. Tasha Cat. Yeah. Like, 
at the end of the day, like, it's going to take people to start having to sue these people for defamation in order for them to have mental peace because even though they're providing us a service, which is entertainment, it doesn't mean that they can be the butt of your jokes or start rumors and propaganda based upon your opinion of a situation, even if it's not reality. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, even even Offset, like, he's admitted his wrongdoings in the past and he's trying to be a better person, but based upon his past, there are things that people are trying to drum up and they're basically like, it's true because you're going to learn from your past. Like, he's done this before so he can do it again. And yeah. now he's had, now she's sitting here trying to question her husband, even if he's trying his best. Like, he can literally be trying his best at fixing the relationship and trying to be there for her and be present and be the loving husband that he wants but to be. Keep doing but people like keep this. trying to interject in her relationship. That's not okay, in my opinion. So there has to be repercussions for your actions. And if she feels that she can get it through the court of law, and if enough people get sued and, and if they actually lose, eventually Offset and Cardi B will be invincible from that type of harassment because nobody wants to suffer those consequences. If anyone's there, I think she's already there. I think that's, she's why, almost, she, yeah, that's she why it was weird that this is even guiding this far because the example has been set with the Tasha K. Right. Who I think now is trying to get the judge to drop two hundred thousand. Yeah, she was like, "I'll give you three hundred thousand if you drop the rest of everything." She's like, "No, absolutely not. You owe me three million, you bitch. Give me my money." Oh, my million. <laughs> right. And at the end of the day, like she wasn't thinking this when she was causing all the drama. Like I think Tasha K was even saying something about Nicki Minaj and was like, "Oh, she's sniffing coke. She's doing this. Like she's a coke addict. You better be careful." And, and that's defamation. Like even if she is sniffing coke, you're not going to sit here and tear down my demeanor. Or who I am as a person to the public eye, especially when I work so hard on my brand. Like, that's her brand that they're talking about. Yeah. And it can cause a lot of problems with endorsement deals and just anything for, for just because you want to make some shit up. Yeah. Because imagine not sniffing coke and somebody saying you a cokehead. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm so I would be upset. You I'm see what so I'm saying? It. Imagine being Quavo and you're not cheating, but this bitch is over here with her followers. And now all of a sudden, my, my wife is second guessing my intentions because. You see what I'm saying? So that has to be nipped in the bud. Point blank, period. Um, I don't believe in slander. I try my best it's on fine. this podcast not to do that. And that's yeah. one of the two things Jay-Z told us to have, right? A lawyer, a lawyer. Yeah. and your doctor. Yeah. So you got your lawyer. Like, hey, 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 go handle that. Yeah. Go get them. And that's why none of these lawsuits, <laughs> they don't even touch them. Because at the end of the day, it's like you have your bases covered. But I mean, I, I feel like as a species of human, we have to get to a point where love rules. No pun intended. One but at day. the end of the day, like that's the most important and 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 the energy that we need to be putting out. So if you're spreading hate and disinformation and anything like that, like I'm not gonna be a supporter of that at ever. And if I can sue, I'm gonna sue, even if it ruins your whole entire life, because you need to watch your fucking mouth when it comes to me and the people I love. Whoa. Alright. Um last two topics I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> Uh, Lizzo is countersuing her former dancers that she has some photo proof to help her backing. No, I don't believe her. So here's the photos before uh, we kind of get everything so you guys can kind of see. Uh, these are from the night of them with the dancers allegedly eating. And look at the happy fish face <laughs> faces. Like, man. That doesn't mean anything. It's a picture. Niggas gonna smile. So, the singer says the photos are from March 5th, which is about a month after the infamous February visit uh, to the Banana Bar in Amsterdam. Uh, in her suit, Lizzo's accusers claim she pressured them to eat bananas from their vaginas. 
Uh, Lizzo's accusers, Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez also claimed uh, they were essentially forced to go to the Paris topless show. But her attorney says the co uh, that the contradiction... The Damn, English is proper, people. But her attorney says that contradicts the photos. He says they're happily covering backstage with the topless dancers who are the ones in the colorful wigs. So they're saying they were having a good time out without being pressured by Lizzo. Uh, Singer Lizzo says accusers chose to re-up with Lizzo a few weeks after the Paris show and return for the third leg of the show. Uh, once more, one month after the Paris backstage visit, uh, Lizzo's accuser Ariana Davis gushed over Lizzo in an audition tape saying, It's been so amazing and such a beautiful journey. I look up to her so much. I just want to follow her footsteps. And I just want to share that with the Queen Lizzo herself. Gross. <laughs> so that's some of the proof that she's kind of using in her attorney right now. Watch that nigga too. Um, what's your thoughts on that? I'll go to you first. Um, I don't think that's good enough. The features aren't good enough? No. Because Even if they read up after the show to go to the third leg of the tour? No. Because they need to pay their checks. Even if someone's abusing you, bro. If you have a bill to be paid, what you gonna do? You gonna go be back abused. home and be poor? No. Or are you gonna try and pay that bill? Take a loan out. Y'all niggas don't you know me. You gonna take a loan out? <laughs> you gonna take a loan out to yeah. where you have to pay? So I don't gotta be abused? Yeah, I'll take a loan out. Fuck no. Fuck no. I'm gonna go try and get this money and separate my Niggas. Dance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm gonna get away. I'm going back to my apartment at the end of the night. So Vogue. But I'm gonna fucking dance for this check, nigga, up and tap and all type of shit. Dance, nigga, dance. Shimmy and all type of shit. All shit. Oh, uh, before I get your comments, did you see the video uh, that they did of the, the the supposed clone of Jamie Foxx that was at the Beyonce concert? Uh -huh. Acting like bad sus? Uh -huh. Oh, shit. This nigga was really cool. They cloned Jamie Foxx, though. No, they did. Jamie Foxx. Uh. No, they didn't. They didn't clone Tyrone. Hold on. No one cloned Tyrone. I gotta find it because it was very specific. This nigga made me want to go to fucking Texas and go to food tour. What? What is that? Mr. Charm Time? I'm trying to find this video of fucking New Orleans. What video for New Orleans? <laughs> Mr. Charm Time? Oh, that nigga, yeah, 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 I watch that nigga all the time. Well, he just does the Houston area, basically. Yeah, in North Carolina. It's like, nigga, if you don't Why go you? somewhere else. Yeah, go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. I guess I can assume this. Uh, who are we talking about? Uh, Jamie Foxx's clone? Jamie Foxx. Yeah, that shit. I was like, oh, hell no. At a Beyonce concert? Yeah. Jamie Foxx not going to a Beyonce concert. I went to a Beyonce concert. I had to tell my motherfucking life. Oh, yeah, you talked about it. Though. I can't stop singing her shit. She you didn't say. They said Taylor Swift concert is better. They said Taylor Swift is better. 
did y'all see that video of Taylor Swift dancing on stage? Yeah, yeah I did. Dude. And that was the that was the uh, that was the caption. It was like, "This is better than Beyonce." <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what funny. I saw. I was like, mm. "That's hilarious." But at the same time, I was like, "Too many people are running up to me and telling me it's amazing." Well, the Taylor. Yeah, the Taylor Swift concert. Pause. First of all, that's. TikTok sound right now, like ooh, who this fuck? Like, especially. Uh, last thing we'll get out of here, yo. Uh, Georgia State University is now offering a course on the career of Rick Ross from yeah, his contracts to this fast food chain to corporate ownership. Don't we really need a uh, Rick Ross uh, Rick Ross class? I don't think I need a Rick Ross class. You know who's the best rapper of Miami all time? Who? Kodak Black. That's one who can't stay in the hospital, fall asleep on live streams, too high on drugs on live streams. Doesn't matter when he gets on the fucking track. <sighs> soul that's rings that's out. That's disgusting. Who the fuck said that? So him being on a, with the track with Takashi doesn't hurt him. He's but he told him he's gonna. The right, it's a rat. You know what I mean? Oh, he kissed him on the track. <laughs> he was like, you gotta change it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, a rat is a rat. He was like, I don't care if he's a rat and nigga painting your middle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is from uh, Professor Mo Ivory, the director of Georgia State's Entertainment, Sports, and Media Law Initiative. Uh, and I quote, as a lover of rap music, hip-hop culture, and it's in celebration of the 50th year of hip-hop, I cannot think of a better time to study the career of a visionary like Rick Ross. Uh, when I began my research on Ross, I uh, realized early on that my students would learn about a businessman who turned his love of music into an empire that includes massive real estate holdings, food and beverage franchises, investments in the car and bike industry, literal works in corporate entity ownership. Uh, while his business endeavors are receiving attention within the academic sphere, Ross has been, uh, that's not even about this course. So uh, what's your thoughts about the teaching the course on Rick Ross right now? Um, go ahead. Um, I'm a fan of Rick Ross and his um his book, The Biggest Boss. Um, and I, I think it's no, I think it's um. Oh, I didn't pronounce like, the name. I was just saying. No, oh, 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 okay. But anyways, like I, I've read his book. Um, and then even you know Nipsey Hussle has a line 
Um, and one of his songs, where he was like, I fuck with Brooks Ross because he's teaching wealth, you know, some crazy shit. Uh-huh. And they was like, they killed Dr. Say because he's teaching health. 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 Yeah. Oh, um, I listened to that shit, cutting my mom's grass yesterday, but at the end of the day, like, one thing that Rick Ross does very well um, is motivate other bosses to be a bigger boss than what they perceive themselves as being able to be. Okay. Um, and I noticed that a lot of rappers listen to his music. Like he makes music for bosses. Like he doesn't make music for your average nigga. Like your average nigga may listen to his music, but I do believe that there's a lot of gems inside of his books, inside of his music. Um, that people who are already attaining a certain level of wealth and notoriety, they can still benefit from it. Like even with him in his book saying that he used to pay somebody a million dollars a year to cut his estate, and, they and then he the decided to cut and the grass himself. And he and he has a writing lawnmower, but he said that those are some of the times where he has some of his most genius ideas because it becomes a meditative state, running in them lines back yeah. and forth. Um, so I, I do believe that he is a person who um, has, you know, uh, the knowledge to be able to be studied. Um, and if you take some of the some of the things that he preaches into account, you will have a better life. And that's what I've gotten from his book. Like, I, I might need to read that shit again because a lot of the shit, like, even with, like, just trying to get endorsement deals, he was like, you people are always trying to, like, get the deal first. Um, and even with his Bel Air shit, like, he started repping Bel Air before Bel Air. He yeah. sat down with the owner of Bel Air. Um, and now he's getting a lot of the money from Bel Air sales because he decided to promote it first and then get the benefits later. So there's, there's something to learn from Ricky Rose. Fair enough. What's your thoughts on that? I think Lamar explained it very well. Like, if I if I'm in class, I don't want to take a class. You don't want to take a break, break. Yeah. No. I think there's other there's, there's yeah, other business moments in rap that's yeah. a little better than Rip Ross. Yeah. Like who? I know. Puff. Puff. Jay. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll, t- I'll even, take it. Yeah, back. even that uh, what, what's his shit? The Devil. QB. I mean the uh, I forgot what he called his um, his business group, but the fact that he was ground floor and lift, yeah, bevel, fucking all that shit, like, and that probably wasn't even him. It's just the people he put around him. Yeah. Um. Never make sure you're the smartest person in the world. Yeah, I guess from a from like a business standpoint, he is somebody you want to take a class. Yeah, from. Um, let me take that back. So he would be somebody. He's one take. of them. He's one of them. Not the best, but I will learn some shit. From you're him. going to learn some shit, yeah. even from a street perf- uh, perspective. How to go from zero to one hundred? Yeah, because like. We gotta think where he came from, like Port of Miami, where he's talking about room twenty-two, like. Even his rapping and his business acumen increased at the same momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, let me take that back. He's so strategic. He's, he's playing chess. He, yeah, he's one of them. Yeah, I think what I said, you explained it the best. You did explain it the best. Like he is somebody that you can learn from. Uh, even the way he rhymes just got better. Um, but if I'm gonna take a class from a rapper, I want it to be like Hope. It needs to be an upper echelon. No, I'm I'm not even wanting their business acumen. I could go for like a class on Tyler Perry or a class on fucking Bill Gates. Wait, isn't, that, or, isn't that business acumen? 
That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't. You want wouldn't it. want it from a rapper. From a rapper. I don't want it from a rapper. If I'm gonna take a I class from on a rapper, entrepreneur. yeah. If I, if I'm gonna take a class on a rapper, I want it to be how they structure their music or, or how they get around their deals and or, things like that, or, or, or how can, they turn their music into business, or how they not, avoided the three sixty. I think. I think it'd be from an art perspective yeah. with me. It would be like how does that affect your music being attached to a record label, and or not, or like not that. even not even the business aspect. It would just be the art, like how does this rapper break Kid Sixteen down? How does he think about how uh, do you decide which songs history? Go yeah, or history based. Where does he pull his inspiration <clears throat> from? Like, how can he rap every sixteenth the matching word? What does he do with the next? word in that 16 like i want it from a uh the a, musical a, standpoint. a literature standpoint yeah not, not i don't business. want the i don't really care not about, for a rapper i don't care about business rappers i can i can get that from a business man Person. got it yeah that makes sense and i yeah. agree with that i agree with that but uh, i don't got nothing else on my list you got anything on your side i mean you got anything no i'm just gucci we're going to wrap things up right here. Thank y'all for so much for hanging out with us this week. Make sure you hit that follow button. Audio and video edited, uploaded on Wednesday. Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube. See y'all there. See y'all next week. Much love. Peace. Peace.